Hey, nonprofit founders and leaders, change makers and dreamers. Are you searching for new ways to be heard amidst the overwhelming noise and confusion of these uncertain times? Giving Heartbeat is the place to make connections and ignite sparks of compassion into forces for good and together turn unsung heroes into everyday superheroes. Conversations with dynamic nonprofit champions from across the planet reveal how they turned passion into action and obstacles into achievements. I'm your host, Donna Valente. Welcome. Over the past three decades, I've met hundreds of incredible nonprofit changemakers from around the world. It's my passion and mission to promote them. This is Giving Heartbeat. Welcome. I'd like to welcome to our Giving Heartbeat studio today, Nancy Gonzalez. Nancy is a speaker, author, and a transitional support coach, transforming mindsets by navigating audiences to create their roadmap to success. Nancy's passion is to equip her audiences with the techniques to live better, not bitter, Nancy founded Mustard Seed Bags of Courage in 2016, a 501c3 organization with the mission to encourage victims of domestic violence to become survivors. She has won multiple awards for her work and was nationally recognized in the magazine publication of Women's Day. A quote from Christina says, Nancy's words are inspiring and empowering. She has overcome great adversity and makes me feel I can do anything as well. She also has a wonderful way of adding humor and lightheartedness to a presentation since she's able to find beauty in all things. Welcome, Nancy. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me here today. I'd like to start off with you telling us a little bit about the Mustard Seed Bags of Courage and what prompted you to start that. Absolutely. So I started it uh, five years ago, and it came about because I'm a survivor of domestic violence. So by what happened to me, I decided to make something good come out of it. And the gist of the story is when I left my abuser, I went to stay at a friend's house for a couple of nights and I had no toiletries with me. I packed my clothes, I packed things that I would thought I would need and I completely forgot to pack toiletries. So I depended on a friend to give me toothpaste and toothbrushes and deodorant and that kind of stuff. And I really hated it simply because for so many years, my um, now ex-husband told me that he was going to need, that I was going to need him and that I was never going to survive without him. And here I was, 24 hours after I left my abuser and I was already depending on someone. And looking back, I realized that that's when the nonprofit was born. That feeling stayed with me. So what I decided to do was to create a nonprofit that provided bags filled with toiletries and they're given out to the victims of domestic violence. Uh, We have them in shelters, we have them in police departments here in the county that I live in in Florida, and they're given out to them so that they're able to take care of themselves and they're able to take care of their children. 
But the most important thing is that it creates a, another barrier so that they don't have to go back to their abuser because unfortunately a lot of them do go back to their abusers because they don't have those kind of items. Mm -hmm. So with our bags, they're able to feel a little bit independent, feel some confidence and able to move on to the next part of their journey to becoming survivors. That's awesome. And so what kinds of motivational presentations do you provide um, with audiences and, and are the uh, bags of hope, mustard seed bags of hope, of courage, I'm sorry. That's okay. Part yes. of that mission as well? Or? Yes, yes. I do a lot. I do a lot of uh, presentations. I share my story about uh, where I started and where I am now. I've developed workshops that bring awareness to domestic violence because it's so important that we're creating that awareness. We're having that conversation about what exactly is domestic violence, why do victims stay, what we should and should not do. And then I also help out victims when they leave and they contact me, I help them transition into their new life. So if they need to find a job or they need to find a place to live or even clothes or any kind of help that they need, I help them with that. And then we establish goals that they want to do so that we know where they need to go next on, on their journey. And I walk them along that whole entire process because that's exactly what I had to do, start from scratch completely. Wow. So I help them do that as well. So was that a very difficult system to build once you had done it for yourself then to go on and think, how can I help others do the same? Um, yes and no. It was difficult. It was more of how do I get my name out there? How do people know who I am? Um, I was able to find an amazing coach. She's a professional speaker and she's really helped me get help on the business end of it. Mm -hmm. On the other side of it, because this happened to me, I am so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And I was one of those women that I thought I would never be a victim of domestic violence. And yet here I am. Um, standing in my in my kitchen thinking, oh my gosh, I have to leave. I'm in an abusive relationship. And so I have such passion for that because I, I understand what that is. I understand what those feelings are like. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to kind of do, do both in the sense of helping them and then also creating that awareness that is so important. That's a huge component of my, uh, my business. And I would think that just... Um it's not something that I have experienced myself and I can, I, I really, I can't put myself in your shoes because I, I, I just don't have that experience, but I would think it would take tremendous courage to d make that decision to leave. And um, first for people that are in that situation that may be listening, are there resources that you can recommend or things that help you to make that critical step? Absolutely. The first thing I always say is if you are in any kind of danger and you feel for your life, please call 911. I know how scary it is and I know that's the last thing you want to do, but you need to protect yourself and your children. The next thing you can do is call the National Domestic Hotline. I called them and they were such a great help from beginning to end. You can also try to contact a local domestic violence shelter. You can just Google it and you will find one near you. And the other thing is that you can contact me directly on my website, mustardseedbagsofcourage.org. 
and there is a box that you can send me an email if you need some help let me know and I will try to get you the help that I can get you Wow, that's incredible. And is this something that you carry on your shoulders yourself, Nancy? Do you have a team that works with you? How, how do you- um, actually, no. <laughs> I kind of do it on myself. I do have um, someone that helps me a little bit behind the scenes with mustard seed, um, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a one-woman show. Um, but that's okay because that means I get to make the decisions of helping and who I want to help. And I've been able to make it grow in the four years. It's been amazing how much it's grown. And we recently partnered with another huge nonprofit here in Pinellas County. And with that, we're going to be able to service even more women, more people in domestic violence, not just women, men are victims too. Uh, So we'll be able to help out more and more people in our own community. That's great. And I know you have a book coming out. Would you like to talk to us a little bit about your book? Yes, it's called One Day at a Time. And day is D-A-E, and it stands for Declarations, Affirmations, and Encouragement. And it is 365 inspiring short stories that uh, hundreds of women got together to write this book. And I have two submissions in there, and they are about courage. They are about encouragement so that you can feel inspired to help other people. And if you're interested in purchasing the book, you can go to my own website, nancyencourages.com, and you'll see a link to go ahead and purchase the book. Awesome. And if there are organizations or corporations that would like to hire you, how do they go about finding you? Yep. They can go to nancyencourages.com. You click on the hire a speaker button and you fill out the form and then we'll get in contact and communicate and figure out the best way that I can help you. That's incredible. So one of the things that um, inspired me to start this podcast was during the COVID lockdown mm-hmm. and every was it was still the world is in such uncertainty. So I understand that for families um, that had to be at home, that uh, mental illness really took a hit on everyone. And um, people that are living with domestic violence, that was something that was made much more difficult from the pandemic. Is there, would you like to talk about that at all and how that affected um, maybe your situation or, or others that you might have helped? Absolutely. So imagine living with someone that abuses you, either physically, mentally, emotionally, and then now you're stuck with that person for 24 hours and you have nowhere to go because there's a pandemic and things are closed. Fortunately, that's what a lot of people have faced. For us, for Mustard Seed, it was eerily quiet. And that had me very concerned because normally I get tons of messages either on my Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page, or even through my website. And it was just dead silence. So I knew that what was going to be coming was going to be a lot. And um, I knew that they started to get more phone calls when I had police departments call me asking for the bags. They were saying that they were starting to get an influx of calls from people that are like, okay, I left, I need some help. And our bags carry the toilets, but they also have resources in there for them. So they were, they've been asking for the bags. Um, the other thing too is I've seen on different platforms of social media, on TikTok, on Facebook, even Instagram, 
very um, unique ways of demonstrating to people that they are in a domestic violent relationship. And some of them have been um, calling 911, but ordering a pizza with the address. And then that is kind of a code to the 911 dispatcher that there's something going on. Um, another one is having some hand signals that I have seen. Um, one is holding up your palm, you put your finger in and then you lower your hand. That is a sign that you are in a DV relationship. Um, the reason that they do that is because you don't have to verbally say it. Remember, these abusers are living with them. So by doing a simple little sign like that, they know that the person watching knows that you're in that situation. So there's been a lot of things that have been had to happen so that they can still get the help that they need without being vocal about it. And I'll be honest with you, that just breaks my heart yeah. because I know that when I was in it, um, it took me a while to share it with my friends that I was in a violent relationship. But when I finally did, oh my gosh, it felt so good to finally get the word out. So my heart just breaks for these victims that are stuck in this situation and can't get out. Right. Right. Well, okay. Um, so is there anything um, that you would like our listeners to know about what they might be able to do to help your organization grow or, or maybe network with something that is outside of your, your region in Florida? Mm -hmm. Well, I get a lot of people that ask me, how can they help? One of the ways that you can help is by going on our website, mustardseedbagsofcourage.org. I created an Amazon wish list and everything on there is all the things that we need to put the bags together. So you can get something there and it will just be shipped directly to me. Um, you can make a monetary donation and we have a menu on our website so you could see kind of where your money is going. Um, like $10 makes a bag or $25 I purchase gift cards to grocery stores and gas stations for the victims. And then um, the other thing that they could do is if they need a speaker or if you want to bring awareness to your workplace, to your church or anything like that, that you want me to do a, a workshop, I could do it virtually um, as well as in person so that we can start having that conversation and bring awareness. And my workshops are very interactive so that by the time they leave, they really get it and they understand what what it is, what domestic violence is. Because I also have another one that's um, healthy and unhealthy relationships. That is great for young, younger generation that tells you what the red flags are in a toxic relationship and things to look for. Um, so they could be aware of, um, you know, the person that they're dating or seeing. Awesome. And if, if somebody wanted to do something similar in their area, would you be willing to to speak with them or network with them to to start their own um, just collecting of the the bags and the all of all of the um, stuff that goes in? And that's another question that I have. Do you work with uh, a network of houses of worship and and how like how do you get the the stuff that goes in and who assembles all of them and how does that work? Okay, so how do we get the stuff? When the publication of our nonprofit came out on Women's Day Magazine, November of 2019, I was literally getting donations from across the whole United States of people that were donating stuff. 
I had a lot of people that had an interest in doing this in their own community. So I kind of helped them with the process, explained to them what they wanted to do. And if they wanted to become an official nonprofit, I told them what the steps were that they um, wanted to do. Um, so that has been absolutely wonderful in the sense of um, getting help. Now, as far as assembling the bags, I used to do it myself, but when I have to make hundreds of them, it was very time consuming. So I am very involved in our community and I contacted the local Girl Scout um, troop and I contacted a um, organization called PACE and it's here in Pinellas and I think it's throughout the United States and it's an organization uh, that's an educational actually program that helps out troubled girls. So what they had to do was they had to earn extra points so they can volunteer and help me put the bags together. And it was a huge success because not only are they making the bags, but while they're making the bags, we're able to have the conversation of domestic violence and what are the things that they need to look for. Um, I do have churches that help me. I have a lot of different places that will do a, um, collection drive for me. Um, for example, here in Clearwater, there is a Jeep club that once a month meets with me and every month we have a different theme and they donate things for our theme. So I try to get the community as involved as I can because the way that I look at it is if I'm out in the community and I'm being very vocal about domestic violence, maybe just maybe I can help one person get out of that situation and move on to a much better life. So that's really ultimately my goal. That's incredible. Thank you so much for all for your bravery in speaking out, for getting out. Congratulations. Spam. Should have silenced that. I'm sorry. Um, but it's incredible. And just to ask about your your journey to become a 501c3, how was that for you? Because I have not done that myself, but I've worked in the nonprofit field for years and know a lot of people that have done it. And it's a it's not an easy process, which I guess is done intentionally by the government to keep it honest. Yes. Uh, yes. It's a lot of paperwork, <laughs> a lot of paperwork. But I did it on my own simply because I couldn't afford someone to do it. I contacted a, a, a nonprofit that I, I know the founder of it personally. So she was kind of able to guide me a little bit. Uh, but once you get it, you're fine. Uh, you just have to follow up with them every year. They just need to know that you're still out there. And then they have like a cap of how much you can make before you have to submit even more paperwork. Um, but it's, it was one of the most rewarding things when I got that letter in the mail telling me that I was official. And when I first started, I really didn't even want to become a nonprofit. I didn't really see the benefit until I had big stores like Michael's and Target that wanted to donate to me, but only if I was a 501c3. And I thought, well, I might as well jump on board because I don't want to miss that, that opportunity. And because of that, more doors have opened for me because they know I'm serious about what I do. It, this isn't just a hobby of me collecting little things to put, no, this is a, a nonprofit that I'm running very seriously and, and running a business out of it, um, hoping to help other people. So it's opened up a lot more doors for me. And it, you know, it keeps me in line with what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, I, I commend you for your work. It's really awesome and, and everything you're doing. And I, I wish you the best um, for everything that you could hope for. And that leads my t me to another question. 
would you like to see maybe a year from now with your with your nonprofit? I mean, I don't want to say five years from now because I mean that just the, the, even I can't even wrap my head around that at all. But what about one year? Where would you like? To I'll see? be honest with you. I would love, and I know this sounds crazy, but I would love to shut up my doors. I would love for domestic violence to be no more and to be gone. And I don't need to have this nonprofit. But until then, I'm not giving up and I'm fighting harder and harder. I'm being a voice for those that cannot speak and can't speak out. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much. And I just want you to, to tell us again where, um, where you would like people to find you in mm-hmm website i'm also going to put it in our episode notes and all that good stuff and i'd like to get the number for the crisis hotline and add that in there too perfect yes the what the best website to reach me at is nancyencourages.com because that it has everything on there there's even some strategies that if you're going through a tough time right now um, there's some strategies on how to be better and not bitter because when you become better, that bitterness goes away and your life is just so much sweeter. Oh, that's awesome. And also we're, we're counting down the days for your book to come out and that's in October. Do you have a specific date? I don't. Because of COVID, the printing was a little bit kind of behind, but we are expecting for it to come out in October and it's going to be a beautiful book. Nice. And is that a... Is it hardcover, softcover? What, what's the it, it's actually both. There's a hardcover and there's a paperback. So when you go on my website to buy the book, there's a form that you fill out and it's going to ask you which one do you want. And then from there, I just send them the invoice and I get all of their shipping information and I send it out. Wonderful. And I'll even autograph every single one of them. <laughs> That's great. I actually, I have a book of poetry that I wrote five years ago, and I have boxes of my books that I never sold. So that's one of the things I got to try to get online and get those out. But I also need hardcover and the softcover, but I don't even, I think you can still get the ebook. But anyway, but it's, it is a work. Congratulations. That's very exciting. Thank you. Gotten any of the, um, the pre-print books and they sent you samples or or waiting for the day of getting all of them well the the one person that kind of put this all together did get the pre-book and she sent us some pictures of our um, entries and it was so exciting to see my name in in one of them um, so she has gone in and it is just a beautiful book. It's a thick book because it's 365 stories, one for every single day of the year to bring inspiration. And I was just so proud to be part of these empowering women um, to bring this encouragement out into the world. And we so need it right now. Right. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to, to talk about or um, do you think we've covered things? I, I don't want to leave anything out. and. <laughs> No, just contact me, nancyencourages.com, if you need absolutely anything or if I could be of service. Um, Even if you have a question about anything that we talked about, that's a great way to reach me. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming by the Giving Heartbeat studio today. And um, I'm so honored to to meet you and speak with you and talk about your work and and, uh, tell tell the world, Nancy. Thank you. Cool thing. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you having me today. 
Well, take good care. Thanks, you too. Wow, what an incredible privilege it is to have Nancy Gonzalez in the Giving Heartbeat studio in October is when this episode will air. Uh, Nancy, Nancy is truly a superhero. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Please keep your eyes, your ears, and your hearts open to those people in your community, in your circle, in your family who may need your help and who may not be able to speak out loud. Uh, please uh, go to Nancy's resources and find out some things that can be helpful. Episode 15 will feature Nikki Brown Booker, who is the program officer for the Disability Inclusion Fund at Borealis Philanthropy. You're not go going to want to miss that. And episode 16, I will be interviewing Andy Arias, who is a policy advisor for the U.S. Department of Labor. He is a phenomenal actor, model, comedian, advocate, and activist, and I can't wait for that interview. And uh, for episode 13, that was... Uh, last week that was called Letters for Superman, and it was my first solo. I actually recorded that after I spoke with Nancy and Nikki, but anyway, that was uh, interesting. It was different. I read three poems, um, talked about some updates, and uh, found out it got to number 27 in Australia, so that's very exciting, and Giving Heartbeat is now available not only on iTunes and Apple, it's now on Spotify, Google, and Amazon. You can reach me at uh, givingheartbeat at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Donna Lee Valente. And I, I just started doing that kind of stuff in March when like COVID hit. So um, I'm learning as I'm going, so be patient with me. But it is fun, and I, I like to post stuff. Um, I do have merch available. I have a brand on Amazon called Cosmic Daydreams, and I have a t-shirt for the Giving Heartbeat podcast that I designed and is available. And I ordered one for myself, and it's uh, it's cool. It's fun. I like it. Um, I would recommend uh, you want to, if you want a more roomy fit, order a men's fit. The ladies, I got a lady small and it's kind of snug. It's, you know, kind of fits kind of snug. I, I kind of prefer a, a more roomy fit. So next time I'm going to order something, either a bigger size or, or in the men's fit. Anyway, up to you, totally up to you. I'm going to be d featuring um, my corgi. Uh, Moshi in some designs. It's a lot of fun and um, it's creative. Anyway, um, that's that's my reluctant entrepreneur pitch there. Again, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you if you want to have a nonprofit that you are looking to uh, spread awareness about or uh, anything else. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening. Peace out. 
Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Giving Heartbeat, where we make unsung heroes into everyday superheroes. Please be my hero and subscribe, download, rate, and review and tell all your friends. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Naomi Charney for my beautiful cover art. Thanks to Chris Hogan for his theme music, Pure Magic, and to audio engineer extraordinaire Don Sternecker at Mixolydian Studios. Please take action today to support nonprofits that connect with your passion. Be the change you want to see in the world. Until next time, the beat goes on. This is Donna Valente. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>